Hey guys, welcome to the Join Me for Coffee podcast, where every week I bring you daily life conversations and recommendations, including freebies, tips, tricks, and apps. So let's have a chat. I'll imagine we're actually having a cup of coffee and a nice real-world, real-life conversation. My name is Mauricio, and I'm your host. I've lived and worked in four different countries, have traveled the world, and have a lot of valuable insights to share with all of you. Hopefully, what you'll learn in this podcast will help you achieve your dreams or goals, or even just encourage you to reflect or have a laugh. Hey guys, so today we're going to talk about setbacks in business. And if there's one thing I can tell you is that setbacks in business are guaranteed. There's nothing you can do to avoid them and they will happen and they will continue to occur and they will continue to happen throughout the whole life cycle of your business, of your products and your services. So it doesn't matter where you're located, where you're from, how big your business is and so forth. In any of those scenarios, regardless of the scenario you're in, regardless of the type of business that you have, regardless of the type of products that you sell, you will face challenges and you will face setbacks. And when we talk about setbacks, by the way, I'm referring to something that happens that, like the word implies, sets you back. So if you had already gone, you know, like a mile, then you're like back to half a mile. If you had already reached a certain level of sales, you're lower now than those sales you had reached before. So it is basically putting you two steps back from where you were in a certain position or in a certain metric. Now, obviously, this can happen for all sorts of reasons, right? For instance, there could be new competition. You could have internal issues in your company. You might get sick or key people in your business might be sick or unwell, or they might leave your company and switch to another company. Uh, so you might be losing key talent that is impacting your products and services. Demand in the market might change. So there might be new market trends, new market needs. People might have different preference, preferences over time. Uh, once something that was relevant in a particular point in time might not be so relevant later on and so forth, right? And there's ton and ton of examples I can give you about all of this, but I'm going to talk today about an example that is happening right now in our business that happened today that basically sets us back and represents a challenge for us. And obviously when there's a setback and you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, a creator, it's always challenging for you to, I guess, stay positive and constructive when you're in the middle of it, when you're in the middle of the storm, right? And it is very easy for me or for anyone to come and tell you, don't worry, everything will be okay. Just keep moving forward and, you know, put your best face on and just, you know, keep plowing at it, keep moving forward, keep working hard, and eventually things will work it, work out and work themselves out. Yeah, it's very easy to say that, right? But in practice, what happens when you face a challenge, when you face a setback, and what should you do? That's what we're going to be talking about today in this podcast episode. So the example, like I mentioned, of the setback that we had in our business today was that two of our key courses or two of our key online courses or, you know, online courses that we sell lost their bestseller badge in one of our key partner channels, in one of the key platforms where we sell those courses. 
Now, when we look at why this is happening in our case and in, in this particular scenario, is because there is increased competition. The competition has amped up their game. They've released, you know, new products, you know, alternative products related to the main product. They've uh, enhanced and improved their current product offering. They've looked at what we created, copied it, and in some cases improved it, uh, or they've leveraged on things that we've done in the past or on, on our experience on um, differentiators that we had. They've now kind of replicated a lot of that. So we've lost some of our differentiation in our products um, in that particular marketplace. Now, this is the other thing that happens when you're, you know, in business, aside from setbacks, is that you have always competition, right? You're always going to have competition uh, and those competitors, whatever um, your business is involved in, they will be looking at ways to obviously take some of the market share, some of your customers, some of the sales, because obviously, you know, it's not an unlimited pie, right? It's not an unlimited market or demand or revenue associated to particular products or services. There's like a particular size of that market and everyone is taking a piece of the pie, right? And for you to have an increased piece of the pie, someone has to have a smaller piece of the pie, right? So that's why staying on your toes and continuously innovating, launching new products and services, enhancing your current products and existing products and services, and making sure that you're always providing value to your end users and customers, listening to their needs, what they like, what they dislike, and taking that into account as you iterate in your products and services is so important because that is the only way for you to stay relevant. You can't really expect to create something sit back and relax and just expect it to produce revenue. Well, you can for a you know short period of time, rel- relative short period of time. But at some point, that product, that service, that content is going to become obsolete or it's going to become outdated. So you want to be, like I said, constantly refreshing and looking at your competitors, what they're doing and how your products are also sitting in that marketplace and, you know, amongst the competition as well. And by the way, if you're thinking that I'm talking about this just because we're a small business and like I say, quote unquote, small, because I don't think we're actually that small, but let's say, quote unquote, we're a small business. So don't forget about it. This happens even to the big companies. Like this happens even in the big leagues. I'm talking about like Amazon, Google, you know, all of these like Apple, like all of these major companies, they all have setbacks as well and they all deal with 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 setbacks occasionally and they all deal with competition and increased competition regularly and the competition obviously is looking at what they're doing and trying to replicate improve what they what they're doing and obviously trying to take some of that market share away from them so I'll give you an example you know of setbacks you know Tesla you know when Tesla released that autopilot and self-driving functionality Everything was going well until one day, you know, one of those Tesla cars hit someone and killed someone, right? And there was this major mayhem in the world. And obviously, Tesla shares were impacted. And that was a major setback for the business. Nobody in the business was expecting a Tesla car to hit someone and kill them, right? Um, And when that happened, obviously, that impacted Tesla and that impacted the company and became a problem for them and a setback. 
Um, but they've overcome that. Obviously, they've improved the technology. They've you know improved the way they record, and they've added more sensors, more cameras. They're using more AI. There's a lot of things that they did to improve that, and basically that turned out to be something positive in the sense that it made them improve their product and their service and amp their game and step up to the next level, right? So that's what we're going to be doing in our business. Now that we've lost our bestseller badge in two of our key courses, in one of our key marketplace and partners, well, we're going to be fine-tuning those products and adding some new content and enhancing them to make sure they stay relevant and become even more competitive in a very highly competitive environment, right? And one of the challenges, like I said before, with competition is like they don't all play by the rules, right? Like we have some companies and some people who look at our products and our services and blatantly, like literally copy them. They like literally take like some of the ideas, like let's say we release a guide so the competitor will then release the same guide with a different title perhaps, but the same I guess, basic, uh, basically idea or concept, or we might have, you know, like um, a badge or a certificate or a, a particular thing that we're offering as part of our product. And the competition will look at that for ideas and leverage on a lot of the things that we're doing. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think you have to overlook at the competition and overly stay, you know, with your eyes open and looking at what they're doing on a daily basis or anything like that. We don't do it, to be honest. We don't think there's a lot of value in us spending a big percentage of our time looking at the, at the competition because we have a ton of things to do in the business already and we don't see a lot of you know high value in doing that. But you do need to do it and you need and you do need to establish a frequency in which you're actually looking at your competing products and services and the competing companies or individuals so that you can better understand how the marketplace environment is at a particular point in time, whether it's healthy, okay, you're good, um, you can continue to play on the offensive, or whether you have to switch and switch gears and make defensive plays. So for us right now, we're going to switch gears because we've been focusing a lot on new content creation, new products, new services. But now some of our existing and current products and services are being challenged by some of our competitors. So losing the bestseller batch is a setback because that represents probably a decrease between 30 to 40% in our sales revenue in those particular products in that particular marketplace. Now, because we've been very disciplined and smart in diversifying our products, services, and investments, obviously if two of our products get impacted, well, in one particular marketplace channel, etc., it is not the end of the world for us, but we don't take it lightly, uh, you know, and we don't obviously like to see that. So that's why we're going to be switching gears into defensive play and we're going to take some defensive actions in those current and existing products. So over the next few days, we're probably going to be focusing heavily on those products to make them better and to ensure that the demand that is there is not being and the traffic that we've lost is redirected back to our products and services because people will see now that we have, you know, an enhanced product offering. And we're going to obviously also spend some time looking at how we're marketing those products. So we're going to be looking at the, you know, course descriptions, landing pages, course titles, course subtitles, you know, 
lecture descriptions, all of this content that is SEO friendly and SEO important, and also that just basically conveys a particular message to students or potential customers, we're going to be looking at that with a very, very, you know, critical lens with eagle eyes to make sure that it is very good, very strongly worded. And by strongly, I mean strongly in the marketing sense so that it increases our conversion rate. So we're going to be focusing a lot over the next coming days into overcoming this setback because we obviously don't want to see our sales decrease 30 to 40 percent in a particular marketplace in some of our particular products that we sell in that marketplace. Now, like I said, we've had setbacks like this in the past. We've overcome them. And the main thing I can say to anyone who's listening to this, if you are going through a storm, if you are going through, you know, a setback in your journey and in what you're doing, the main thing I can say is you need to be resilient. So leave the moment, leave that feeling, you know, like if you're feeling down, if you're feeling a bit bored, if you're feeling a bit disappointed, allow yourself to feel that feeling at least for a day. You know, you're human. You're only human. It is only natural that you feel sad, bored, and disappointed if you see something that you've worked really hard at take a hit, right? So allow yourself to feel that. But then the next day, make sure you're not focused so much on that feeling, but more on what you're going to do about it, what you're going to do to overcome that setback. And instead of seeing it as a setback, start seeing it more as a challenge, as an opportunity for you to improve and enhance your products and services so that you come back stronger on the other side with a better product, sell more and continue to grow your business and your company. All right, guys, I hope you got a lot of value out of this one and I'll see you in the next one. Cheers. Bye. All right, guys, that's it for today. I'll see you on the next one. And remember, please share, like, leave a review or support the Join Me for Coffee podcast. Cheers.